Welcome to the Hope for ACD podcast, the podcast for adults with divorced parents and those who love them. We're glad you're here as we discuss how adults with divorced parents can take steps towards better relationships with God, themselves, their spouses, and others. Now here is your host, therapist and author, Kent Darcy. Hi, this is Kent Darcy. Thank you so much for joining me today at Hope for ACD. Hope for adult children of divorce, all adults with divorced parents. In addition to talking about overcoming any issues we may have from our parents' divorce, part of what this ministry does is talk about how to strengthen the marriages we have. And recently, I became aware of a couple people that got it right. And today I want to talk about them. Those people are President Jimmy Carter and his wife, Rosalind who recently celebrated their 76th anniversary. I guess he's like 97 and she's 94 now. Who would think him? And since 76 years of marriage is rare and he was president, it's attracted a lot of media attention. And rightfully so. 76 years is amazing. Particularly when I just saw numbers that said the average first marriage here in the U.S. lasts eight years. Uh, That number was in Bride magazine, which is one of my personal favorites. (laughs) But I've also seen 12 years. I've seen seven years. So, uh, you know, when a couple makes it 76 years, the question is, what did you do? And they boiled it down to a couple of things, and that's what we're going to look at. Actually, there was a third thing I think the media missed that we're going to look at that too. But the first thing is that the Carters were quoted in MarketWatch.com as saying that they give each other space. President Carter said, and I quote, we give each other plenty of space. She has a lot of interest that I don't share, and I have a lot of interest that she doesn't share. And Mrs. Carter said, Jimmy and I are always looking for things to do together, but each should have some space. That's really important. And I agree. When I counsel with couples, I stress the importance of both things. First, there's self-care. As busy as we all are with work and life and kids and everything else, self-care, caring for ourselves, can get squeezed out. We just don't take time for ourselves. But it is really important to take time to do something that refreshes you. I love what the 23rd Psalm says. The 23rd Psalm starts with, The Lord is my shepherd. But a few verses later, it says, He restores my soul. He restores my soul. Doesn't that sound refreshing and life-giving? He restores my soul. So many times our tanks are just empty because we, we just don't take time to refill them. But when I counsel on this, I make the distinction between refreshment, you know, restoring, and distraction. Now, thumbing through Facebook is distraction. We've had a long day, and we want to do something that requires no emotional or mental energy, something mindless. Put the brain in neutral. Just veg. That's distraction. And that's okay. Refreshment is something that goes deeper. I'll give you an example. When I play solitaire on my phone, that's mindless. It's just whatever. But I found certain things refresh me. Staring at a campfire or a fireplace is one thing. When I do that, Everything else kind of fades away, and I relax. Solitaire doesn't relax me. It distracts me. But it doesn't make me feel at peace. For me, watching flames and embers in a fire 
just kind of does. It relaxes me. Another example is I'm in Michigan, and I'm near one of the lakes, and sitting and listening to the water hit the rocks relaxes and refreshes me. For you, it might be music, knitting, whatever. But find that thing that refreshes you, flushes everything away, and you actually relax and settle down. Now, couple-wise, you want to find something that refreshes your marriage, things that you can both enjoy and do together. And mixed in there somewhere is bonding activities, holding hands, sharing an ice cream cone together. I don't care if it's sitting in a deer blind together. If that works, whatever works for you. Now, marriage retreats and workshops also tend to be very refreshing because basically they instill hope and, as a result, peace. But those are less frequent. Self-care is once a week, at worst, once every two weeks. And it's the same for couple care, something intentional at least once every two weeks. And, and get this, if you're in the young kids phase where you don't have time to go to the bathroom, let alone have a date night, it's even more important. In fact, there was an article in Psychology Today called Love the One You're With, and it touched on why this is important for a relationship. It said, and I quote, people tended to engage in more enjoyable activities like socializing or watching TV with friends and less fun ones like cleaning or caretaking with partners, unquote. So doing those fun things, couple care, needs to be intentional and non-negotiable. I'm really big on that with my couples. Now, that was the first Carter secret to 76 years of marriage, and that was the easy one. Do things together you enjoy and separately you enjoy. The second one was, don't go to bed angry. The Bible says, in your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. That's Ephesians 4:26. You know, my wife and I are heading toward our 39th anniversary, and I can safely say this verse is easier now than it was in the early years. And given the average U.S. marriage ends in eight years or less, I mentioned that, anger, which is a major issue for adults with divorced parents, needs to be addressed early on if we have any prayer of surviving 76 years. On the website, there are a number of blogs and podcasts that deal with anger. I encourage you to check those out. Uh, the research shows unresolved anger is the number one issue children of divorce drag into their adulthoods. I see it all the time. I have not seen data on anger in relation to gray divorce, you know, where the parents wait until the kids are grown to divorce, which is happening a lot. If you're, you're not familiar with that, the scenarios vary. For example, for some people, they go off to college, and one night they get a call that their parents are divorcing after 24 years. Maybe you've had dinner, your spouse is dealing with the kids, and your parent calls you with the news after 37 years, and it just blows you out of the water. And again, I'm not going to go into the details of gray divorce in this podcast because there are podcasts and blogs on our website, hopeforacd.com, that deal with this. But I will say there are a number of gray divorce-related frustrations that lead to irritability and anger. For instance, in their book, Home Will Never Be the Same Again, which is on gray divorce, therapists Carol Hughes and Bruce Friedenberg share about an adult client whose parents divorced. And he said, even though I am an adult with family, I don't have a clue how to handle all of this. And that's pretty common. 
As a result, we get frustrated, irritated, and angry. And it tends not to affect the divorced parents. It tends to get aimed at our spouse and kids. Consequently, anger is something that really needs to be looked at. And there's blogs and podcasts on anger as well on our website, hopeforacd.com. So the first two keys to a successful marriage, according to President Rosalind Carter, who have 76 years under their belt, are one, give each other space, have joint activities, but also individual activities, and two, don't go to bed angry. And let me just say, if you're struggling in your relationship with these, take heart. It can get better. Contrary to what you hear out there, it usually gets better if the couple is willing to do the work. It also helps when there's someone who's always pulling for you. And that brings me to the third thing that contributed to their 76 years that I really think the article's missed. The third item that has kept President Carter and his wife together all these years is a strong and mutual faith in God. The president was very open about his faith in Jesus Christ while he was president. He was quoted as saying, while all else may change, God's promises remain firm. He also said this, I believe that anyone can be successful in life, regardless of natural talent or the environment within which we live. This is not based on measuring success by human competitiveness for wealth, possessions, influence, fame, but adhering to God's standards of truth, justice, humility, service, compassion, forgiveness, and love, which I might add are all necessary qualities for a healthy marriage. The last quote I want to share with you is, I have never been disappointed when I asked in a humble and sincere way for God's help. I pray often. That's uh, President Jimmy Carter, and I can, I can echo those words. God is faithful. And the Carters would say that their faith was instrumental in their 76 years of marriage. Actually, the positive effect of active faith in God on marital satisfaction, on longevity, on the children's successes is all well documented in the research, even, even in weird ways. I saw this article called Godly Husbands and Housework. Now, there's an interesting combination. The authors basically wanted to know, does religion help men step up to the housework plate? You know, And that is still a big deal with the ladies, particularly because so many of them are now working outside the home. Just about everything I've seen says the bulk of the housework still falls on the wife or girlfriend. And it also comes up in my counseling sessions. But anyway, these authors did this research. It was international in scope, not just here in the U.S. And I quote, While Catholic, other Christian, Muslim, and Hindu men show more traditional patterns of division of labor on a number of tasks, when we add attendance at religious services, we find that the weekly attenders are more likely to participate in at least some household tasks and spend more hours per week on housework. Who would have thunk it? So even house, even God even helps housework. And I bet you Rosalind would echo that too. <laughs> so the Carters said, give each other space and don't go to bed angry. The Carters lived that you need a strong faith in God. But the most important thing I want you to get from all this, and, and this is really important, when all is said and done, the Carters chose to do these things. They didn't just happen. They chose to honor God. 
they chose to take the steps to protect and, and strengthen their marriage. They chose to give space. They chose to allow forgiveness and love to cover their anger. And I encourage you, all of you, but particularly those with divorced parents, to choose to do the right thing, not the thing that makes you happy. That's what everybody's teaching today. Do what makes you happy, what, what feels right. You know what? Eating cinnamon rolls makes me happy, but I eat carrots too. Sitting on my rear end watching movies makes me happy, but I ride my bike. I, I try and go for walks. Uh, I try and do physical stuff too because I like it, because it makes me happy. No, because it'll help me achieve my long-term goals, you know, live a long life, live a healthy life and all that. It's the same in marriage. We have to choose what will help us achieve the long-term goal of a healthy marriage. Check out our website for, for all the tools we have to strengthen marriages. Go to a marriage workshop. Listen to a podcast with marriage tools. If your parents are divorced, learn how it's affecting you and your relationships. But choose to do something positive. And with God's help, we too can reach 76 years like the Carters. So let's wrap this thing up. If you're interested also, there's a blog on the website that looks at, is being happy a good goal? <laughs> and also, as I said, there's a number of resources to help strengthen marriages, to help you learn about how divorce impacted you, all anger, addiction, all sorts of stuff on our website, hopeforacd.com. And if you have any questions or thoughts on this program, uh, please email me at kent at hopeforacd.com. That's kent at hope, the number four, acd.com. So until next time, let us heed the words of the Apostle Paul. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. This is Kent Darcy. Thanks so much for listening. I look forward to being with you again. This has been the Hope for ACD podcast, which is produced by Adult Children of Divorce Ministries. We'd love to hear from you. Please email any questions or comments to questions at hopeforacd.com. That's questions at hope, the number four, acd.com. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, may God bless you with his peace and joy.